Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, April 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Jazz great Diane Reeves took her longest break from the stage during the pandemic. She emerged with a renewed desire to collaborate with others working in different styles. You know, I want to just learn more, do more, see more, experience more, sing more, you know. That keeps me going forward. Diane Reeves speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin in just a few minutes. St. Louis voters have decided to put a citizen-led commission in charge of drawing ward maps. Nearly 70 percent of people who cast ballots yesterday voted in favor of Proposition R. It needed 60 percent. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports. In addition to taking the power of redistricting away from aldermen, Proposition R makes their financial disclosure forms public. It also makes it more difficult for them to reverse recent changes to voting processes. Lashana Lewis chairs the board of a nonprofit that helped promote Proposition R. She calls it amazing to see the voice of the people being listened to on issues like transparency. A lot of people are just like, I really want to see what's going on in in my government. Though language in the proposition put the Citizens Commission in charge of drawing maps for next year's elections, Prop R supporters have already said they will wait until after the 2030 census. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Future St. Louis County executives would have to give up all outside employment or risk forfeiting the office under a charter change passed in yesterday's elections. Proposition B easily cleared the simple majority needed with around 60 percent of voters supporting it. Backers made no secret it was targeted at Sam Page, who has continued to work as an anesthesiologist while in office. Republican Councilman Tim Fitch says the margin of victory shows voters have been paying attention to Page's conduct in office. He's been thumbing his nose at the charter, saying it doesn't apply to him. Um, I think it was a very bad night for Sam Page. Fitch says a county councilor's opinion means the change takes effect as soon as the election is certified, though other legal experts disagree with that point. Removing Page from office would require court action. In other news, the Missouri House has initially approved its version of the state's budget for the upcoming fiscal year. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the package is being criticized by Democrats for not including enough spending. The House Tuesday gave preliminary approval to a more than $46.1 billion budget, more than a billion less than Governor Mike Parson's proposal. However, despite the surplus in both general revenue and billions in federal COVID-19 dollars, efforts from Democrats to suspend a House rule requiring general revenue funds to be balanced within the proposed budget failed. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid said by adhering to the rule, the House would leave around $1.8 billion on the table for the Senate to spend. Since senators aren't bound by the same arbitrary limits that we are, they're going to appropriate every dime of that money. And the House will have surrendered yet again its authority to have a say in those decisions. Members of the Senate, including leadership, have indicated they will likely rewrite the budget. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The ex-wife of former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens says she has proof that the Republican U.S. Senate contender was abusive. Sheena Greitens swore under oath last month that her ex-husband was physically and emotionally abusive, including to their son. Eric Greitens contends his former wife is part of a conspiracy from prominent GOP officials and operatives to torpedo his Senate bid. In a court filing, Sheena Greitens denies that Republicans such as Karl Rove and Mitch McConnell 
were involved in crafting her March affidavit. She also says she has documentation to support the abuse claims. An attorney for Eric Greitens is denying the allegations. A judge in Stone County has thrown out criminal charges against the operators of a duck boat that sank in Branson in 2018. Dan Margulies reports. Seventeen people died in the sinking, including seven members of an Indianapolis family. But on Tuesday, Associate Circuit Judge Alan Blankenship found there was insufficient evidence to uphold the charges of involuntary manslaughter and endangering the welfare of a child. The charges were brought against Scott McKee, the captain of the boat, Curtis Lanham, general manager of the Duck Boat Company, and Charles Baltzell, the company's operations manager. The boat sank just 23 minutes after the National Weather Service issued a severe thunderstorm warning for the area. But Blankenship ruled the defendants did not have sufficient information to appreciate the threat of high winds that capsized the boat. I'm Dan Margulies. Five-time Grammy-winning vocalist Diane Reeves regularly crosses genres, interpreting tunes from the Great American Songbook as well as pop hits and the music of Brazil. She took her longest-ever break from the stage during the pandemic. Reeves emerged with a renewed desire to collaborate with musicians from different backgrounds, including Cuban pianist Chucho Valdez. She performs at the Sheldon tomorrow. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked Reeves how the pandemic affected her approach to performing. It's given me another kind of clarity on, you know, what I want to do and how I want to present it. At first I thought, oh, this is crazy, I'm not working, but it was actually good for me to not work, you know, for well, a minute because... Just to been catch your breath? Or? Well, I've been out here since, for 45 years, nonstop, basically. Do you come back to the music with a... A refreshed outlook? I think so. There was a peacefulness now that I had gotten over the pandemic, a peacefulness and, and an understanding of just just grace, you know, for myself and for people around me. And, and the music just came out in a totally different way. And I, um, I'm really, really enjoying how I've emerged, what I have become and how I've emerged out of the pandemic. And now I've been doing all kinds of projects that have been involved with other people. Like I did a tour, and it will continue on with the great Chucho Valdez. And so I've been collaborating with different people. And I have my band, and I have a Brazilian band now, two bands. I I just love it. What does that present to you as an artist, to, to change it up like that? It's not change for me. It's all music, you know. Mm. Um, you know, people who listen to my music know that my music is very, very broad. So I think that they did expect that from me. It's really just what I do, and now just more focused on that. I can go out with my guitarist who's from Brazil. I can go out with Chicho Valdez who's doing duets with him and Joe Lovano. It's been really magical. I get the feeling with you that the the learning never stops for you, right? You you go out there just interested to, to grow as an artist and to pull new things in. I think the learning should never stop for anybody. I mean, we live in this 
huge world, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. where there's just so much, you know, to learn about. And um, so absolutely, you're correct. I, you know, want to just learn more, do more, see more, experience more, sing more, you know, that keeps me going forward. It sounds like as you as you look to the immediate and the immediate future right now, you sound pretty uh, optimistic and excited to make art. Oh, I'm out here. <laughs> so I'm out here. I'm, I'm excited to be back out in it, doing it, listening to it, you know, sharing with my musicians. You know, we, uh, I was just in Miami and I got a chance after the show to go hear other music. It was just nice. So I'm enjoying all of this now. And I feel inspired. That's musician Diane Reeves speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin. Our David Cosseres edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.